स्पाइस रेडियो रेडियो रिमझिम सुन रहे हैं आप गपशप का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ियों में बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर सात मिनट हुआ चाहते हैं अब से लेकर तीन बजे तक आपका हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नज़रों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताते हुए कि वादे के मुताबिक आज हमारे साथ मेल चौधरी हैं जो कि सुनसुन सॉमिस एंड एसोसिएट्स के साथ ताल्लुक रखते हैं और पिछले कई महीनों से हम आपको बता रहे हैं कि सिमसन थॉमस एंड एसोसिएट के कुछ जो लोग हैं ऑब्वियसली अगर आपका एक्सीडेंट हुआ है गाड़ी का आज से तीन साल पहले या चार साल पहले और वो आपके जो केसेस हैं वो अभी भी लाइव चल रहे हैं तो दे आर डीलिंग विद दैट बट स्लोली एंड ग्रेजुअली दे मूविंग इनटू फैमिली लॉ तो मेल चौधरी आज हमारे साथ हैं आइए प्रोग्राम में उनका स्वागत करें मेल हाउ आर यू डूइंग It's always nice to have you because uh, we we think of all sorts of legal, you know, questions to ask you. I am so interested in lot of things, and then I wonder, you know, what we see on television and what we see in daily life does it correlate at all? Yeah, you know, and you know, I'm actually really interested too in hearing perspective of the listeners. Yes, because as a as a lawyer, you know, you kind of used to dealing with certain things. Right. but you kind of forget like what how does everyone else see these things you know you lawyers see it in a totally different way we do we're a little bit weird that way <laughs> maybe it's the schooling i don't know <laughs> no i think your your mind works in a in a in a sort of a straight way you don't deviate from you know maybe when you have to find a, an answer you you deviate a little bit so let's give our telephone number out and encourage people to give us a call and ask any question don't think any question is stupid no and you know if i don't know the answer yeah. i will give you you know my best uh, thoughts on it because i don't yes. i don't practice on all different areas of law hmm. and it's something that as a firm we are actually doing lots of areas now so and, and if i asked you how many different things are you doing as a firm yeah would you be able to tell me Well, we've got as you know personal injury law. Right. So that could be slip and falls, um ICBC accidents from the past. Um let's say you're you know, I've got a case, you're at a restaurant mm. and uh somebody's opening one of these retractable windows mm. and it slips out and hits somebody. <laughs> so it could be something as unusual as that. No kidding. Yeah, so that's personal injury. Yes. Um there's something called estate litigation and estate planning. Right. So we've got somebody at the office like wills. Yes. Um let's say somebody passes and there's a problem in the family about who should get what. Mm. So we've got somebody who does that. Employment law. Mhm. And you you know everybody has issues from that from time to time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you get calls on that all the time. Immigration. Mhm. Um insurance denials. So that would just be if you've got an insurance contract. insurance policy and the insurance company which they like to do from time to time deny your claim right so that could be if you know if you've got a life insurance policy somebody passes and they don't want to pay on that mm. let's say um your house burns down and mm. for whatever reason they don't want to cover that mm. all sorts of insurance issues wow so all that can be you know looked into and and your office would be in a position to assist. Yeah. And the one thing of course I didn't mention which you already mentioned is family law and of that's course. that's mine. That is something that you are at the moment interested in. Yeah, I do that and my uh, my colleagues at work do that as well. Right. So let's give our telephone number out 604-280-1200 604-280-1200 
604-299-8863. Mel is here in the studio till 3 o'clock and we can take your telephone calls at any time. Now, when we when we watch TV shows, I mean, I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to rely on television programs and then ask you questions, but, you know, uh, sometimes you you do see that people go, I'm going to take this case to court. And uh, and then you, then you read stories that there is a jury or just a judge. But don't answer that just as yet, because I'm going to ask you more questions. I've got a caller on the line. <coughs> Excuse me, line four, go ahead. Hi there. <coughs> Hello. Hi. Hi, caller. Hi. I, I have a question uh, regarding it's family law. It's to do with wills okay. and to do with um, property. So my husband and I are kind of parting ways, but I'd like my portion of my being half owner of the house. Can I try? Uh, caller, excuse me. Excuse me, caller. I hello. Hi. We can't hear you. You're fiddling. Are you? You're fiddling with your phone. I'm. I'm actually on the phone. Hang on a second. Let me just see if I can get off. All right. Then. Better. Okay. So, looking to see if you are going through a separation or a divorce, and um, I'm 50% owner of the house. Can I transfer or can I put my kids on the title? Is that something you can do? Uh, well, that pass away, like you know, like how does it work in terms of property? Yeah. So if you're going through the separation right, right. now, right now, um, before you start transferring, you know, your interest to to somebody else, probably the best thing to do is to deal with who gets what percentage. Um, how is the house divided? Deal with that first. So because so we're fifty yeah. fifty. Okay. The, the, the property would be 50-50, and I would want my 50... Uh, like, so the thing is, it's, uh, we're keeping the house. We're divorcing, we're keeping the house. Yeah. So, but I'd like my portion to be, like, my on my... T- can I put my kids on my table? I think that's the question I want to ask. Yeah, it depends. Are you If you guys are very amicable, like if you were talking to your former or your current spouse, but soon to be so, mm-hmm. divorced, if you're talking and you guys can reach an agreement... There's a lot you can accomplish by agreement. So, but if you want to, let's say you want to do something with the house and he's not in agreement, that could be an issue, right? Because right. because what happens with the, the family matrimonial home, let's mm-hmm. assume that you guys bought it together. Mm-hmm. If you did, then the assumption is it's 50-50. Um, now, if he's in agreement with you transferring your interest to your kids, that that you know, you can agree to do that. But it also depends on how old are the kids. Uh, these are adult kids. Yeah. So if you guys can agree to do what you want, I mean, if they're if they're adults, you can agree to do that. But it depends. If, if there's a fight between you, then the issue becomes about, you know, what should happen with the property, the value of the property. I could see that being a problem. So if, if we don't... Um if we haven't kind of settled the house and, and I'm thinking, okay, you know what? I, I just want my kids on the title regardless while we're going through the, uh, the divorce and he may not be, you can do that. You, if he's not in agreement, you can do that. Is that what you're saying? No. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that because um, basically what happens is you know, both of you are entitled to the house. 
and then the division has to be determined. What if, um, you know, there's there's other things involved, other property, or spousal support, things like that. Now, the court's making a determination of these other properties, right? Mm -hmm. That may require an unequal division of uh, the house. So there's like discretionary things that can happen that could affect the house, although the starting point is 50%. So, you know, unless you have an agreement with him Mm -hmm. for you to go ahead and transfer your interest to your kids at this point, it may not look good, right? The question might be, well, why are you doing that at this point? So why not settle the issue of the house first mm-hmm. and then deal with it? But right now, I I, I wouldn't do that. Doesn't, okay. uh, but I don't know all the facts, but you know, you could always give me a call if you want. But yeah, just sure. generally... I, I generally s- better than I can give you some more details on y- it and then see which direction is best. Yeah, but gen- um, but generally speaking, the way the law works is if something seems a bit odd, right, mm-hmm. then probably not a good idea doing that. So, for example, okay. if a judge is looking at this and, you know, this matter comes before the court and you say that I've transferred my interest to somebody else, right away they're going to think, well, why would she do that, right? And it, you don't have to, don't tell me the reasons right now, but they're going to, that question will pop in their head. So... Right. It's better to deal with that with your husband first, and then you deal with transfer subsequently, right? Sounds good. Thank you so much, and I'll, I'll probably give you a call for more. Yeah. So Why you, don't you take the telephone number down right now? I'll awesome. give it to you. Yep. So my num- my firm's number is 604-689-8888. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Take bye. care. Um, I'm going to take a short commercial break and then I'm going to come back and ask you a question about trials by jury or by judge. Interesting. Hmm. Spice Radio, Radio Room, Jim Sindriyap. Gapshap Me Aj. And third uh, Thursday of every month is Mel Chaudhary. Humare saath aate hain. Simpson Thomas and Associates ki taraf se ye program khas hum aapke liye isli pesh karte hain. कि आपके पास अगर कोई ऐसे सवाल हैं जो कि आप किसी लॉयर से पूछना चाहते हो और आप घबरा रहे हो या सोच रहे हो शुराई छोटे से सवाल को पूछने के लिए किसी लॉयर के पास जाएं यू कैन ऑलवेज आस्क अस एंड वी कैन आस्क मेल टू स्विच ऑन हिज ब्रेन पावर एंड एंड गिव दोस आंसर्स टू अस सो आज के प्रोग्राम में आई थॉट विल टॉक अबाउट कोर्ट केसेस जिसमें जज डिसाइड करता है या जूरी डिसाइड करती है what is the difference between those two well if a, if a case is by judge alone that means the judge decides everything so he has discretionary power yeah he or she will have full power to to decide the case but of course based upon what the law is so they right. can't they can't just do whatever they want yes of course they've got to follow the law if they don't do that it'll get appealed mm-hmm. with a jury the judge is still there but now you've got people members of the public who are sitting in uh, usually a jury box. And for a civil case, it's eight jurors. And what happens in that situation is you've got the judge who's still there. They talk about and explain the rules of evidence, mm. the procedure. And they also tell the jury that this is what the finding is with respect to what the law is to be applied. Mm. The jury is the one who decides the case. Okay. They apply the law mm. to the facts, and facts is usually where the cases turn. Like, you know, one 
One side says, this is what happened. And another side said, no, that's not what happened. Something totally opposite happened. The jury's the one who's going to get to decide that. And then they, allow, they apply the law and they determine the issues at hand. So one issue for like personal injury case, mm. it'd be damages. How much comp- so how much compensation does the person get who's injured? Mm. Who's at fault? The jury would decide that. So could you imagine that? So we've got, you know, regular people. Hmm. These are not lawyers. They hmm. have no training in law. They're there. They're selected. And they're deciding for a party who, you know, may have so much at stake. And the regular public, eight people from the public, is deciding their case for them. So in what situations are jury trials allowed? So there's, it basically as a matter of, of normal or what's the default for civil cases, it's judge alone. But for most cases in BC, you have the right for a jury trial. Oh, so the person who's going to go in front of or is going to have a court case can decide whether I want jury or not? Yeah. So what, what happens is we get a trial date. Huh. And then if you want a jury, then the onus is on you to file a jury notice. You file a jury notice within a certain period of time of getting the trial date, and you serve it on the other side. And then the other side, if they have an issue with it, they can object. Hmm. So, yeah, so in most cases you can have a jury. Hmm. Um, where you cannot is if the party you're suing is a member of the Crown or part of the Crown. So if you're suing the BC... The government. Yeah, if you're suing the government... Yes, there's no jury. There's no jury. <laughs> there's no jury. Um, so that's one instance. <laughs> and another is family law. Oh, you can't have jury. No, in... there's no jury. Really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, I see. So why... Uh, okay. What is the advantage of having a jury trial and the disadvantage of that? Yeah, so we'll we'll go through that. Uh, yes. Just some things I'd really like for our listeners to call in and, and tell us about. Oh, okay. Because remember I said I'm interested in their perspective yes, on these yes. things. Yes, yes. So everyone, please note our telephone number down now. It's your turn to give answers. Mel is going to ask you some questions. 604-280-1200. Let's see how smart all of us are. Yeah, 604-299-8863. Okay, shoot. Yeah, so basically I just want to know about people's experiences. So have you ever been on a jury? And if you have, call in. Tell us about what your experience is like. Okay. And we won't, you know, we can't delve into what you were part of in the discussions no, inside, yes. like the details, yes. but just your experience. Um, and how would you feel about sitting on a jury? Yes, uh, uh, until we get a call or we yeah. don't get a call. Yeah. I can answer one of them. Sure. Um, I have been asked many a times as a citizen of this country to be on jury duty. And I had to say no. And my, my excuse always has been, first of all, you know, I mean, I didn't think that I can spend five days, you know, going to court every day and sitting and listening to somebody else's issues and then giving my two cents worth. But I you, often, hold on a second. You have you have a problem giving somebody your two cents worth? <laughs> I was wondering whether you were going to catch that or not. And number two was I am in media, so I use that as an excuse. But how? But while people are calling us, or 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 I am going to ask you another question. 
who can say no to jury duty and who cannot say no to jury duty. Yeah, generally speaking, you know, we're a part of this community. Yes. So juries serve a function where they bring the perspective of the community into the courtroom. Right. So that's why in a lot of situations, there's a right to have a, a trial by jury. Right. So just talking about that first point, it's important. We all have obligations in society to one another. Mm-hmm. So if you are called upon to be part of a jury, it is something important to consider. And it's not always possible to do it, mm-hmm. but if you can, you know, take it seriously and, and do your best to, to be part of that. Do you get paid? Very little. Okay. Yeah, it depends on how many, how long the uh, trial will go for. Right. But generally, it's about twenty dollars a day. Twenty dollars a day. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, but yeah. So it is hard, right? So gen- So if you're over sixty-five, right, it's up to you. You can be on a jury, right? But if you get a summons from the sheriff, then you can say no. If okay. you're if you're over sixty five. Over sixty five. Yeah. Okay. Why why do you think it is over sixty five? You know, it's hard to know for sure, but mm. the thought process, you know, I'm thinking maybe they they feel like if you're over sixty five, you've done a lot in your life already for the community. <laughs> maybe you wanna go enjoy, you wanna relax, <laughs> you don't wanna spend your time, you know. Um, exactly what you said yes. in, in a jury. And you got to keep in mind that jury, jury trials can be long. They can be long. That's right. right. Um, it could be a month long. There's yes. been some that have been longer than that. So that, that's a big investment of your time. I would like our listeners to, uh, to note our telephone number down. Uh, if you have never been called for a jury duty, uh, even then you can give us a call. Have you ever received a jury notice? And, and what has happened with that? Mel would like to know that. 604-280-1200, 604-299-8863. While we are doing that, can we uh, move on with my questions? Sure. And I, and I so one thing you actually asked me about already yes. was should you have a jury? What's the benefit? What's the... That, and disadvantage and advantages yeah. of having a jury. So with a jury, it's unpredictable. Okay. Right? So... With with a judge, lawyers are generally able to say, this is what I expect. With a jury, it's really hard to tell because they're bringing in their perspectives. And the dynamic is you've got eight jurors, but what if one person has a really strong voice? And we all know those people. They're very persuasive. Mm-hmm. They talk a lot and they share their views, whereas maybe some other people might be more quiet. Mm-hmm. That person might have a completely different agenda, agenda or perspective. Okay. So you know maybe um, they have a situation, something's happened in their life, and it, something rubs them the wrong way. Mm. So it's unpredictable. Um, so that's one thing. Generally speaking, you know who's able to bear that risk more of unpredictability? Usually, the litigant with the deeper pockets. Mm. The party who's got more money, so they can they can bear more risk, usually, right? Mm. Now, another case where a jury might be a good idea is if the person who's the victim or the injured party who's bringing the claim, if there's facts that make it emotional, mm. so that the jury will think, oh, I, I want to help this person. Mm. You're not supposed to think that way. You're supposed mm. to just apply the law, mm. but we're all humans. Mm. So let's say it was a really bad accident. 
And right. there's photographs at the scene which show something that, you know, anybody looking at will feel bad for this person. That might be a good case for a jury. Oh. So there's, or, or let's just say this person is really likable. Mm. You know, somebody like, a, you know, an older person who has worked hard all their life mm. and now they're involved in this accident and because this accident has changed their life in, in a great way. Mm. And they're just still a nice person, so a jury's going to like them. That would be a good jury case. So uh, does the lawyer have the responsibility, I'm using the word in a different way, to let their client know whether it would be beneficial for them to have a jury or no jury? Yeah, it's the lawyer who is going to make the decision ultimately, ah, okay. right? okay, ultimately. Yeah, yeah, because we are in a position where we know what's going to be good for a particular case. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but there's sometimes there's a class of cases where maybe it's a better idea to have a judge mm. because there's more predictability, but there's always exceptions to that. So, you know, you're asking me about what's better mm. and I told you juries are unpredictable. Yes. Sometimes it could be really good. Right. Um, so there's one case I want to talk to you about. Oh yeah. Is now a good time? Yes. Okay. It's a good time to Okay. Talk. So it's called Missouri versus Lucas. Mm-hmm. So it's a jury trial, hmm. and it first went to trial October 13th, 2009, mm-hmm. personal injury. Um, it was a female plaintiff who got injured. I, I believe she was in her 50s. Hmm. And the initial award in court was $528,400. Okay. Okay, so for pain and suffering, she got 55000 Past income loss, 145000 Future income loss, over 300000 and so on. Now, before the trial, the defense offered 60000 Okay. Boy, were they wrong. Mm. <laughs> right? Of course. Uh, that's a huge difference. Yes. Okay. So then the defense appeals the case. Okay. So then they go to the next level of court. And they're not asking the Court of Appeal to provide a new decision. They're just Mm. saying, was something done wrong where there should be a new trial? So guess what happens? The Court of Appeal says there was something done wrong which required a new trial. No kidding. So you can imagine this poor lady goes through all of this trouble. She puts her life on display. And through all that, at the end of the day, she got some result. Right? Yes. Then you go to Court of Appeal. They say there's something wrong. You got to do it all over again. Wow. And the sad part, I shouldn't say sad, but the reality of it is where they made, the Court of Appeal made the decision to turn it over Mm. and order another trial, what they thought was so important. Mm. So they had the trial again, and this whole issue that they thought was so important didn't even come up. No kidding. No. Oh. So let's talk about, and I think, you know, you all can probably guess what happened the second time around. Yeah. It might have been a little bit different, right? Right. Okay. So. So what happened? So the second time around, oh, before I get into that. So the yeah. first, the first time the jury took a day to decide. Okay. A whole day. Right. So you can imagine they're in there de- deliberating. They're taking right. things very seriously and they decided in a day. Now the second time, the total amount awarded, do you want to guess? So we're talking five hundred over five hundred fifty thousand the first time. What do you think the second award would have been? And oh, oh, over eight hundred thousand. No. No. Think the other way. 
Oh, less. Way less. Holy mackerel, really? Yeah. What happened? 84,000. Oh my God. So we're dealing with the same, I think it was the same lawyers, same witnesses pretty much, same experts pretty what much. What happened? Well, remember we're talking about how it's unpredictable? Yeah. So, you know, people think, you, you know, lawyers should be able to tell you exactly what's, what's going to happen. Right. In most cases, you know, we have a decent idea. But when you throw a jury in there, yeah. it, it depends on who's on the jury. It, like, it could be the same evidence, mm. but one person looking at this and hearing this may think, oh, that's, I'm, I'm really feeling bad for this person. I agree with them. Another person might think, oh, mm. I, uh, that sounds kind of funny to me. Mm. I'm going to question this. I'm going to question that. And they come up with very different decisions, right? Must have been so awful for that woman. Oh, I couldn't, I can't imagine. But so the big thing is the future income loss. Right. So the first time around, she was awarded over 300000 Right. The second time around, what do you guess she was ordered? Well, uh, well if she's getting only 84000 she was awarded probably 0.01% or something like Zero. that. Zero. Zero. Yeah. And so this poor lady, you know, you're talking about her situation. At the end of the day, she went through all this, and then she had to deal with the costs Mm. There's costs associated with all these things. Mm. So going through the different trials and the appeal costs, that alone cost about 95000 So she was in the hole for another $20,000 yeah. or something like that. Uh, unless they made some type of type of a deal where right. you know the the parties would say, well, you will walk away from it if you don't. Right. Sometimes that happens, yeah. right? Wow. But that just kind of goes to show the unpredictability of that case. And so having a jury or not having a jury, having yeah. a jury, obviously. Uh, no, for me, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but but the first time around, it paid off. It did. Right? It did. Um, and the lawyers, uh, the ones who appealed, must have thought about it and must have, I, 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 I would like it to be a, a TV drama so that, you know, you can see it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, really... This is like a, obviously this is a, a rarity, right? Of course. Like where do you get an example of the same, same case thing. being tried twice by a jury and then, yeah. and then be, it being so different? Currently I'm watching a television uh, series called Three Pines. I've heard the name. I haven't seen it though. Yeah, I, I think you'll like it because it's got um, cops in it and, you know, and then cases and... Murders and as long as there's like no that. lawyers in there, I'll watch it. <laughs> at the moment, there are no lawyers. Okay. Um, we'll take a short commercial break and we'll come back. If you've never been called for jury, you're lucky. If you've been called for jury, you're also lucky. Give us a call and tell us whether you've ever been asked to sit on a jury. Spice Radio, Radio Rim Jim Sundriyab Gapshapka program hai. Or Mel Aj. हम हमारे सवालों के जवाब दे रहे हैं बात ट्रायल्स किस तरह की ट्रायल्स होती हैं और ट्रायल में जूरी होती है और क्या जज सिर्फ किसी एक केस को सुनके अपनी ओपिनियन देता है कि जूरी भी आप रख सकते हैं और किसके पास ये राइट होता है कि जूरी को आस करें एंड कौन सी केसेस में जूरी होती है कौन सी केसेस में you'll receive a summons in the mail. Okay. And usually the, sh the, sh the sheriff department takes care of that. 
and they'll go off of the voters list. Mm -hmm. So they'll send a bunch of summons out. Because let's say I've got a jury trial on the Monday. Okay. So everyone, you know, at least more than two weeks in advance, the summons will be sent out. And if it's a five to 10 day trial, there mm. should be a pool of 30 to 40 people there. Okay. Now we can only pick eight. So the, the, the lawyers go and pick the jurors? So what will happen yeah. is first day of trial, uh, at the courthouse, there'll be a big crowd of people. Mm. And a lot of times that will be potential jurors. Mm. So they're there, they're in the courtroom, mm. or they're standing you know, inside, a little bit outside the courtroom, like a mm. big group of people. Mm. So then the lawyers will go and with the judge hmm. and then the lawyers will get to pick the jury. Pick, that's probably the wrong word. Basically, the judge will arrange it hmm. where they'll come up one at a time. So it's random. So they'll talk about who they are, what they do. No. All you know yeah. is their occupation, yes, their name, yeah. and where they live. So not their address, but which city they live in. Okay. That's it. So from that... And, you know, from personal experience, I can tell you it's not easy to know who's going to be good or who's not going to be good for your case. Hmm. And it doesn't mean the person's a bad person or no, a good no, person, no, no, no. but just for your case, right? right. So, so the two lawyers are there on each side, hmm. and we get a certain amount of challenges where for no reason, we don't have to have a reason, hmm. we can say no. Yeah. Challenge. Yeah. That's called a preemptory challenge. Okay. So I've got four of them. Yeah. My friend on the other side will have four of them. Yeah. Okay. On top of that, you can challenge for cause. That means for a reason. Hmm. And then you have to explain it. Give and me that's, an example. And that's please. unlimited. Well, let's say I've got an ICBC case. Yeah. So my client is injured, right? Hmm. And the person's occupation is ICBC adjuster. Okay. Or insurance adjuster. Oh yes. I okay. probably don't want that person on the no. on the jury, right? Right. Um, so that's one example. Ah. Yeah. So just, but again, not a lot to go no, off of, right? No. So it's like, so it's kind of like guesswork. Hmm. So, um, you know, and it's happened to me where you know I ran out of my challenges. Right. And the other side ran out of their challenges. And then what happened? And then whoever's called gets into the jury. Okay. <laughs> And you, you can't do anything about it unless it's a, there's a good reason, but right. you don't have enough information usually to challenge on a base based on a good reason. Or let's say somebody's there and somehow somebody in the courtroom is aware that the person is not impartial. They have a, an ax to grind against, right. against a specific type of person. Right. Okay. So that's another reason. Yeah. Um, now, on top of that, just you know, from personal experience, I can tell you a lot of times what happens is people who are picked, before I even go up and challenge or accept, they will actually, they could say to the judge, you know, your, your honor or my lord, my lady, Mr. Judge, I, I can't do this. Mm. And they'll give their reasons why. And a common one, and I understand this, mm. if someone is not in a financial position to do it, mm. And they're going to get $20 a day. Mm. And then they can talk about their financial situation. Like if they've got a mortgage to pay, mm -hmm. they're the sole breadwinner, all these things, then that's that's a reason. Mm. Let's say somebody has um, childcare issues, mm. but it can't just be that. Let's say it's a challenging situation. Maybe mm. the child has a disability mm. and they can't be left with anybody. That could be a good reason, mm. right? But, but you got to think that everyone can use the same reasons. 
So it's not going to be an automatic that mm. you're you're not required to be on the jury. It has to be a good reason. So the f- very first day, those 40 people or 50 people have been called in. Do they get their... I'm only concerned about their 20 bucks. Do they get their 20 bucks? No. <laughs> you have to sit. You have to sit on... You have to be picked for the jury for 20 bucks. <laughs> so you're asking, what do you get? So $20, depending on how long the trial is. Right. The longer the trial... Like if you're on a trial that's 100 days... Yes. It's, I think, I believe it's $50 a day or, uh, no, if you're on a trial that's, that's, uh, 50 days or longer, I believe it's about a hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah. We've got a couple of callers on the line. Let's take those. Line four, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Hi, caller. Yeah, I listen to your program every day when going home. Ah, oh, that's nice. Yes. Uh, my name is Hema and, um, I was selected five years ago. Okay. Uh, but I had to send them a reason in return that why I cannot make it. Mm-hmm. And, it, it uh, what reason did you give, Emma? Sorry? What reason did you provide? Oh, I, I, I told them I have no one to pick my kids from school. Yeah. And I have to be there. So they said, okay, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? The, I, the rules actually provide that if you can show that you need a babysitter, they'll pay $50 a day for the childcare. But that's probably not going to be enough, right? Yeah, no. no, no. But uh, I was very happy. I still have that paper with me. <laughs> would you, would, so you're, you were happy not to go, eh? Yeah, happy not to go. But yeah. uh, to have that paper, uh, I have to show my kids that one day they selected me to be a jury. <laughs> You know what, Emma? If you ever get the chance, I would say yes. do it. Could you imagine like what an experience it would be? You'd be in the courtroom and yes. the, the lawyers will be giving their arguments. They will be asking questions, not for the judge judge's benefit, for your benefit. Isn't that interesting? And you're the one who's deciding this all-important yes. question for this person. I can do it now. I yeah. hope they can send me another one. <laughs> uh, I, I I, my kids can come back to home now. Yeah. But let's see. That's great. You're actually requesting to be on a jury. <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Line five, how are you doing? I'm fine. Just imagine. Namaste. And uh, good afternoon to him. Hi, hi, caller. Hey. Namaste. I just received a letter from the court. What the timing? Court. Eight years back, okay, and uh, since uh, I was a sick, uh, very sick at that time, and I had to refuse that because of my hypertension and uh, what do you call my blood pressure. Ooh. And uh, I gave them the letter also, and they accepted it, not to not to be I on see. the jury. I see. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. I mean, one of the things, the criteria is you have to be physically able to be there. Mm. Um, yes. Another criteria, and just... And I, yeah, I felt that I, if I was fit enough, I would have really... Like to go. And, yeah. And uh, be on the jury. I was very excited <laughs> to be there. <laughs> that's and great. this is Amit Nathani. Yeah. And you know what? It, it, is, it is a really interesting experience. It's one. Thank it's you. one that you'll never have, right? So yeah, yeah do it if you can. Yeah. Thank if you, caller. Yeah, now I'm quite. I'm still. Uh, what do you call? I still have that uh, blood pressure very high. Yeah. And I'm not been doing anything much. Oh. That's the reason. 
Okay. Oh, sad. Well, yeah. Anyway, um, thank you for calling us. Yeah, we appreciate that. You're most welcome. Bye-bye. Well, let's take a very short commercial break and come back. I've got a couple more questions. And we've got lines open if people want to call and talk about their experiences. Give us a call at 604-280-1200, 604-299-8863. Spice Radio, Radio Rim Jim. Sundriyam, Gapshap ka program hai. Third Thursday of the month is booked for Simpson Thomas and Associates. And we want to continue this tradition of ours, which started about four or five years ago. Um, and... Um, offer the third Thursday. Does that work for you? It's been working for the last uh, few years. So <laughs> you've got it marked in my, my calendar. Great. Yeah. So we, we want to do this for the community. There are many questions. Like today's questions are, are very interesting. You know, when you have a, a case, how many cases can go in front of a judge alone? And how many cases can go in front of a jury and a judge, right? Right. So I, I asked you one question, and then you haven't responded to that one. So oh, let's... sounds like I'm in trouble. Uh, <laughs> no, you're never in trouble as far as I am concerned. But I am usually in trouble because I don't even um, listen to my own questions properly. Okay, so, so, so there is jury and... Obviously, we, 50 people have been some sheriff has sent summoned. And I do think that my English is good. But, and I can answer the question to, to the judge as well. But what if I can't understand the nuances of that case? So if you can't understand the language of the trial, mm. so English here in BC, mm. then you can't be on the case. But, but who decides that? As, so overall, the judge is the one who is there to ensure the process is going to work. Right. So they're responsible for the overall process. Mm. So they're the ones who would decide that. And, you know, I, I guess you can think of it another way. Well, what about an interpreter? What about a translator? That's right. I think it's just not workable for the system. Mm. If every time there's a court case and let's say you've got three people who can't understand English on the jury. Right. Unlikely, I know, but theoretically it's possible. Yes. And now you have three different translators, right. interpreters. Right. Imagine how that would work. Like every time there's a witness, we have to pause for three different languages to be interpreted or translated. Wow. It wouldn't work, right? No. So I think that's why, practically speaking, they've came up with that decision uh, in the legislation not to, not to allow that. Now, in the legislation specifically, if somebody is blind or has another impairment, there's an exception for that. So mm. if if something can be in place to assist that person to understand, then they are allowed to be in the jury. So that's that's one exception. Okay. Okay. So um, when we, when you were asking questions from our listeners, you said how many you know, have received a notice or how do you do, do you feel? That person said at that time, you know, she couldn't, but now she, she could, it would be just fantastic. She would love to do it. Do you think uh, jury trial should be allowed in most civil cases? Well, that's an interesting question on because the, on the one hand, it's our community and, you know, maybe... Judges will think in a certain way, but yeah. it could be that they lose touch with 
the community sometimes. Mm, mm. Because some of their backgrounds might be different. Right. So you put a jury in there. Yeah. And it introduces back to the legal community. Yes. This is what the people think. Mm. And it's a good way of, of keeping that in. Right. But it does add to the expense. It does. Yeah. Yes. Because you've got to pay the jury fees. Don't ask me how much. I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> but right. The, but there are fees that are pretty significant. Yes. That have to be paid before a jury is even, you know, part of the case. Part of the case, I see. It adds to the days for the trial. Okay. If it's a short trial, right. it'll add at least two days. Okay. And that's expensive, right, um, through the court system. Mm-hmm. The other thing is you've got the situation, which we just talked about, this yes. case called Missouri. Yes, yes. I mean, if a person's life is at stake in the sense that they've got a very serious problem, very serious loss. Yes. And... For the rest of their life, they're depending on this decision right. to compensate them. Like, should they be subject? Should they, you know, be subject to that much risk mm. of five over five hundred thousand mm. under eighty-five thousand? Should they yes. be subject to that? Yes. I mean, in that case, you had the same witnesses, same lawyers. The only thing different was the jurors. So, just to talk about the unpredictability of it, right? So the jurors were not the same. No, no, they couldn't be. You had sorry, I should have said that part. Yeah, it's a, it's a different jury because it's too much to have that same, same jury. Same jury come back again, and yeah. what are you expecting? Different result from that? Yeah. So obviously, a different jury would give a different result. And the other thing is, if in, if the court of appeal says there was something wrong at the lower at the prior trial, yeah. Well, the those jurors already experienced that, That's so right. they can't take that away from their mind, right? So they cannot be a part of it all. So the idea is to have a new jury who won't have that bias. So that's that's the issue with that. Okay, so here's another question. If you, if you sued someone or were being sued, okay, would you want a judge or a jury to decide? Uh, let me ask myself that question. Judge. Why? Because I think I would be able to, I can talk to thousands. I can talk to one person. So this, when I'm talking here, I'm talking to only one person. Yeah, you're talking to that mic. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can convince that person. Yeah. But not a hundred people. Yeah. Or it might, 50. You think it might be a little bit more intimidating where you've got eight people yeah. lo- looking at you as yeah. you're talking as yeah. opposed to the just the judge? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. On the other hand, now this is kind of a, a consideration on the other on the other way. Like right. I think I think the court system has done really well mm. in the last little while to to hire judges to be it, make it more representative of our community. Mm. But there was a push on for that. Mm-hmm. So why was the push on for that? Well, mm. because maybe that wasn't the case in the past. Mm. So let's say you've got a a bench or a judge who's very disconnected from from the person who's making the claim, right? Different background completely. And not because they have any ill feeling or mm. anything like that. Maybe it's hard. They just are not connected to that. Yeah, it might be hard for them to understand mm. what this person's going through. Mm. So maybe a jury will mm. allow that to happen. Oh, right. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay, but then we've got to think about well, where did the jurors come from? Yeah, exactly. Because you had just said, yes. you know, you were selected yes. and you didn't go. No. 
Um, now, people who are busy working yes. and they've got kids right. and they don't have any pay coming in, you they, know, won't go. they might make the argument to get out of it. Mm. So who's left? Mm. So it's supposed to be members of the community mm. generally, but maybe we, we don't have that in juries, right? Maybe what ends up happening is the people that are left after everybody objects or you know makes their case to why they should get out are of a similar background. Mm. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. Okay. Right? Because That makes sense. Because who maybe, you know, like people who are retired over 65 don't have to be, but no. they can be. Yeah. So what if it's a lot of people that are just retired? Yeah. Or what if it's people who have jobs where it's part of their contract, yeah. their, their agreement? Do community service. Well, no, that if you are picked for a jury, yeah. you still get your wages. Oh, okay. Right? Are there some businesses like that? There are some business. Well, the governments. Yeah, the government has yeah. that. Yeah. Like if you're in government or a crown employee, yeah. you, you, you probably have that because yeah. the government wants people to be part of juries when right. they're asked. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, if people didn't want to talk on air um, but wanted to, to talk to you, we only gave you a telephone number once. Can we give it again? Yeah. It's 604-689-689. 8888. Look at it. I mean, what sort of a world we are living in right now? Uh, 30 years ago, if you had this number and you moved, like you guys moved from, you know, to Surrey, big office in Surrey and a small office in Vancouver, you would have had to have a Surrey number and a Vancouver number. Right. It's so simple now. Isn't it? Yeah. Especially with that number, isn't it? Yes. It's it's the easiest number to remember. Yeah. And the next time, I'm going to try to get one of my colleagues to come in. Oh, that'll be very nice. He had a very recent uh, trial award okay. of over a million dollars. What? Yeah. So a million th- dollars. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting for everyone to hear about that. Okay. Uh, so that one will be in the month of January. I don't have the January calendar in front of me, but the third Thursday of January. Yeah. So if he's available, I'll definitely bring him. If Lovely. not, we'll get him here eventually. Well, that will be fantastic. And I would like to take this opportunity and thank you very much for always being here and bringing such interesting topics. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a lot of fun to be here with you. (laughs) Do I ask silly questions or good questions? Very good questions. To to the point when you pause, I get a little nervous. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I will start pausing a little more. With that, we come to the end of our show. We'll be here tomorrow. Sadhna Ji is going to be the tarot reader tomorrow. Is the 16th of December. Stay tuned for the Drive Home Grind with DJ Flight and Maya right here on Spice Radio. And today, hmm, Samay Ki Raftar mein Payal Pe Geet Bajayenge Aapke Liye. So that's going to be a very interesting topic for you. <laughs> 